Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Free Odyssey app. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Man, my dad used to come home with those double beef and cheddars with the barbecue sauce that they used to come with it. <laughs> Douse it up. And Chris Ello. Yeah! It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Hour number two here on Gwen and Chris. Tony Gwen Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Live here from Rancho Bernardo High School. The Broncos will take on the Warriors at 7-15. Fallbrook Warriors, that is. Uh, it's our uh, prep football matchup for the week, and uh, we have a lot of fun at these things. Right now, it's nobody's kids are, are they have already gotten out of school, I think. We right? saw some kids walking by. Yeah, maybe some sure. got out early. Uh, I don't know how high school works anymore. Yeah, no, they get out. They get out early. Uh, it feels like, but we no nobody's really getting ready for the game. We got you know. Quite a few few hours beforehand. About the JV four, game will start. We'll four get some hours. Here. Yeah, JV game will start. That's when people will start showing up. Uh, we just had a, a great interview with Jimmy Rollins, kind of giving us his take on the off days, and he thinks it's a it's a problem. He thinks it's a problem. Um, I don't know that there's a quick fix for this though, because this is collectively bargained. I am absolved because Jimmy Rollins, a former major or a former uh, all star. Is saying kind of what I said earlier in the week. It just I mean, takes you out of rhythm. Just because Jimmy said it don't mean it's right. I'm just saying. Like I argue with Jimmy all the time. Like this is this is nothing new between me and him having, you know, difference of opinion on, on certain things. Well, because but, he was on my side, I'm going to take him <laughs> and, take and run as, with it as gold. Yes, huh? yes. Uh, yeah, but I don't think it's an easy fix, right? It's collective bargain. Um, here's what I do know: teams and players don't give money back. So, you know, I guess you're moving it down to one game. Uh, that's less revenue. That's less games the TV companies also get to show. How do they feel about it? There's a, this is a collective. Uh, this won't just be player team that are involved in this. These TV companies, these streaming companies, they got to say in this too because it's all 
quantified at the end in, in dollars and cents. Yeah, that's what annoys me about everything. <laughs> you know, well, you know, that's is that okay? We're we're not going to do what's right for the sport. We're going to do what's right for the TV companies because they they need more help from us. Okay, Sorry, baseball. Sorry, I, I mean baseball needs money. I mean, uh, not needs money, but I mean, you look at what happened with all the TV contracts around the country this year with the individual teams. Yeah, you know, I mean, that was a that was a big factor. I mean, Bally uh, went belly up, and I mean, everybody lost a bunch of money. And you're lucky in San Diego, right? That the MLB came so took, came took in and, over, yeah, and telecast the games. The, I hope that that continues. The the one thing that I, I recall us talking about when it, during the strike was part of what was collective was was having this extra round and how it was going to be broken down, and yeah. that was all part of that was collective bargain between both sides. So. Um, I got a crazy idea. I mean, this is a really crazy idea. What's that? What about having a double header oh. on Monday after the season? I don't think you could do it. And then if they split, you get one more game on Tuesday, and it's on to the wild card round. The double headers. You wouldn't go for that? It, it, I, it's not I mean, as a fan, I would. I don't care. I'll watch it, baseball it, all day. It but crushes your team. Right? It does. It, I mean, just think the twice, the two times, that double header – that the Padres had right out of the break in Philly. In Philadelphia. In yeah. Philadelphia. They got through it, but they were beat up when they came out of that. And so I, I, I would say stay away from the doubleheader. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I, I I would like to see this play out a little bit longer. I think we're all jumping you know, out the window a little too quickly on this in year two of an experiment. Right. Um, but, you know – I just recall everybody complaining about the one-game playoff, that it wasn't for those exact same reasons, that it wasn't fair that you played 162 and it all came down to one, to game. one game. So I don't know. Don't know what the answer is at this point. I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have it. Jimmy Rollins, he can be commissioner, not me. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's, get, let's hop into our Daily Gambit portion of the show. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. We had a a bunch of bets last night, actually. Chris went, as Tony would say, in his bag and got all the bets. Uh, The first one. Is that what I would say? I I would assume so. (laughs) Just making up things that I would say. You know, you would think I wouldn't be in radio when I honestly don't know what's going to come out of my mouth every single day. West Virginia was a three-point favorite over Houston. They were at Houston. This game was insane. Yeah, we all chose West Virginia. I was uh, I was going to take Houston, but I We were didn't. all right until the very last play. Yeah, Houston won 41-39 because of a Hail Mary at the end of the game. Yeah, Wet last uh, play, they pulled yeah. off the Hail Mary, and uh, West Virginia was up by five when that play happened. So yeah. we that was a change of uh, change of outcome for the betters as well. Yeah. Uh, the next one was Denver and KC last night, over under 47 total points. Uh, Chris and Tony went over. I went under. It was 27 points. Atrocious. Not a good game last night. Atrocious. Just not a good game. 
Uh, Isaiah Pacheco over under 76 and a half receiving and rushing yards. Chris and Tony went over. I went under. You guys were right. He went uh, 62 yards rushing, 38 yards receiving, 96 yards total. Yeah. So you guys are right for that one. Spencer. But at least he didn't score any touchdowns on. That's true. So it was a, it how was many a, points did he? Have? So let me. He had 15 plus something yeah, like he had, that. He had six catches, which is yeah. Uh, he had a nice game. six points. He had a nice league. game, but it wasn't uh, no touchdowns. So I'll I'll take it. Spencer Strider, his over under was eight and a half strikeouts. You both said under. I said over. He had seven. Yeah. Hang with him. Winner, winner. Jake Vegas Golden Knights were minus one and a half on the puck line against my Sharkies. I chose Vegas. All of us chose Vegas. And the Vegas Golden Knights, they won four to one. So they complete that bet. You know, what the, you you know what the results are for the week? What? All three of us finished nine and seven. Wow. Is that All three right? of us. Wow. Identical records. So That is kind of crazy. How do you like that? Nine and seven. How do you like them, Apple? You know, yeah. uh, that hot streak I was on has cooled off. You're the cooler now. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Nine and seven still. It's a winning record. No, it's respectable. But we were, respectable. we were talking like what five and two at one point earlier this week. I don't know. You had a couple of three yeah. and zero oh weeks uh, days uh, yeah, last did. week. You so. did. All right. Uh, first bet we're going to make for the weekend would be San Diego State in Hawaii. Yes. There you go. There and you go. Uh, they're taking on. They're not the Rainbow Warriors anymore, right? They're just the Warriors. I think they're just the Warriors. Uh, okay, San Diego State though is favored in the game by six points, Chris. Yeah, I, this is going to be one of my reverse jinx bets. I, 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 it's hard for me to bet on the Aztecs and give a lot of points. They, they, their offense scares me, so I don't like to give points on the road when I don't have a reliable offense. So I'm going to bet on Hawaii and hope I'm wrong. All right, Tony? I want to do what Chris did, but I don't know if I can bring myself to bet against. Yeah, I know. I am do the same thing. Give me the Warriors. Both taking the Warriors. With that being said, <laughs> I'm going to take the Aztecs. You may. All right. Indiana. Yeah, and, we'll let you. Thank you. Indiana and Michigan. And uh, Michigan is a 33-point favorite in this one, Tony. 33 points. This is one of the closest games they've had all year. I mean, Michigan's schedule is abominable to very this easy, point very easy. in the season. They have not played anyone yet. 33. I mean, it yeah, seems like yeah. they're favored by this me. in every game. I'm going to take the 33. You're going to take Michigan. Okay. Yes. I, Wait, you're taking Michigan and giving 33? I'm giving 33, yeah. Right. I'm going to go Indiana because that's a lot of points. Chris? Uh, Jim Harbaugh is not going to let up on the gas. No, he's not. Hey, I don't think he ever has, and he never will. I'll take Michigan. All right, a couple more. Georgia and Vanderbilt. Georgia on the road, but they're 32.5-point favorites in this one. I'm up first. Georgia kind of broke open last week for me. So I'm Did they? Georgia. They broke open? Yeah, because they beat Kentucky like 51 to 14 or 17 or something they like broke that. broke it open, huh? Yeah, they broke open for me. So, Tony? <laughs> I was going to say something else, but it's not radio <laughs> friendly. Let's go. Um... Yeah, Georgia. Give me Georgia. Georgia. Uh, Can somebody explain to me why Vanderbilt gets to play in a Power 5 conference? Uh, That's a great question. I mean, it's Vanderbilt in football. They can't beat anybody. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. Why are they get to be? They're baseball team, I guess. Yeah, baseball's good. But San Diego State's got good sports. Anyway, don't get me started. Uh, I'll take Georgia just because Vanderbilt doesn't belong on the field with Georgia. (laughs) They really don't. All right, Penn State, the sixth-ranked team in the country, taking on UMass at home. They are 42-point favorites, Chris. 42? Yeah. UMass, the Minutemen. Where's Marcus Camby when you need him? <laughs> that was great. I'll take the Minutemen. 
plus 40. The minute, yeah, man. 40. Although James Franklin, the head coach of Penn State, isn't against running it up either. No, no. he'll run it he's up. The guy, he's the guy that, if I'm not mistaken, a couple of years ago uh, blocked a field. I, he did yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> He caught flack for it, too. He caught a lot of flack for it. It was either kicked or blocked a field goal or did something to keep another team from scoring in in a game that they were up by 60 points and people were upset with him. So for that reason, I'll take UMass. Tony? UMass. I'm going to go Penn State. No, I'm going to go UMass. That's a a ton of points. That's a ton of points. 42? And the final bet for tonight, all of these are going to be big spreads, basically. New York Giants playing the Buffalo Bills. In Buffalo, the Giants or uh, the Bills are 15-point favorites in this one. I'm up first. Giants aren't going to have Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. They are so bad. Even I can't even imagine how bad they're going to be with Daniel Jones. I'm going to take or without him. I'm going to take the Bills. The Bills. I'll take the Bills. All right. The uh, Dolphins beat them by 16. Buffalo should beat them by similar amount. We got a lot of same same. Same, uh, yeah, we bets. went the same on this this week. Yep, that's it. Today's for daily gambits. The stuff. daily gambits. All right, All right. Uh, okay. let's uh, let's get to break. When we come back, my colleague, former colleague, friend, Lana Rizzo, taking some heat for uh, comments she said, had about the uh, incident in. Well, I guess it's Philadelphia concerning the Braves. We'll get into it when we return. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, rolling along here on our Friday afternoon broadcast from Rancho Bernardo High School. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. You know they say things happen in threes? Yeah. Good things and bad things. Yeah. Today, it's been good things that have been happening to me. I went into the Lexus dealership to Ooh. get a new battery for my Bragger. my key. And uh, Russ, working at the Lexus dealership, Kearney Mesa, shout out, said, just take it. 
Like I was take like, the car? No, take, <laughs> take the, the battery. take the battery oh, for your oh, key. Yeah. Oh. Instead of paying for it, he's like, "You get me the next time." Wow. And I was like, "Well, uh, okay, that's for my wife's car, so I probably won't have a chance to get you the next time." <laughs> but thank you so much instead. Anyway, so thanks to Russ out there, and that's, then I that's went one. To, and then I went over here to the Shell dealership to get a diet soda. A Shell dealership. Well, they didn't have it. That's I'm, what they had. You know, the, the Shell dealership is the one that's yellow, kind of yellow. It's, it's also a, a gas station. Yeah, right? but they have a food mart there, and you can get a get a uh, drink. Okay. Yeah. Why does he have a problem? He's, he's, I don't know. It's gravy. It's Friday. I don't know. It's gravy. Yeah. I, These things I happen. Lulu man. Lemon pants last night. <laughs> I mean, he's feeling himself right now. I'm sorry, now. Chris. Go ahead with no, your story. No, I was just no, saying that I don't. went in to get a uh, large, uh, extra large, uh, big gulp. Because yeah. a large isn't big enough of a gulp for me. <laughs> and they were out of the cups. So I had to get the normal big gulp. And she said, well, since you wanted the big one, I'm just going to charge you a refill size. So it was, a, you know, Dang. it's just that's, a nice that's gesture. Two. That's two. And then three was just standing right here with uh, with you guys during the last break and having all these young people come over to say hi. They wanted to meet us yep. and give us high fives. And uh, one of the ladies said to one of the kids, make sure you before we leave, you tell them that you're a first-time player. Yeah. <laughs> And then so that I, was so nice. And then I screamed it because I had to. Yeah, and of course, maybe over the top. That's with a, a good feeling. Off the top ropes, it's a great feeling to know that we have some fans in Rancho Bernardo High School. So Absolutely. That was cool. I also want to shout out Stephanie who just came by, yeah, and she Stephanie actually waited through too. that entire last segment to uh, to to talk with us. But she works Stephanie in the athletic here, department yeah. here, and yeah. she listens to the show every day. Yep. So. Make sure we it, say nice I, things about I, Rancho Bernardo I keep, High. I keep saying it, and maybe I need to stop saying it, but it's, it is still mind-blowing to me that people listen, listen to us do this every day. <laughs> I, I, pro, I, am not, I am not joking when I tell you that it, it surprises me every time. Oh, me somebody, too. Somebody's like, I listen to you guys all the time. It's like, really? I'm always amazed. I'm always <laughs> amazed that anyone ever listens. And I've been doing this for obviously a little longer, and it's like, like as a ball player – you go out on the field and you know there's people right. in the stands. Right. So you you know there's people you, it, watching. It is you. what it is, right? You As know. As a radio it. person, you don't know. I mean, you think you know. I mean, there's got to be people out there. But I've always, in my mind, done the show for my own entertainment and the people that I'm with's entertainment. Yeah. And I just hope that people are listening, and obviously they have been because our ratings say so. But just you see people like nice people like that come by. It's nice. It yeah. feels good. It's a good Absolutely reminder. Is. It's a good reminder. Let's talk about this. Um, yeah, because this, this incident has has kind of taken on a life of its own. Um, it, it started with really, it really started with Bryce Harper mean mugging around second base at at Arcia on back to back homers, and of course, with every camera in the world on him, everybody's like, "Well, what's going on?" So, of course, after the game, the question was asked. We would find out later that. Arcia, or actually, we found out during the game that it was said or, or reported that Arcia was like out of boy Harper, like making fun of the fact that he got picked off in game two, or not picked off, got uh, doubled up in game two. So uh, basically, you had a bunch of opinions who who were on either the side of it was wrong. Most seemed like it was on the side of it was within the the reporter who who, who I know a little bit, uh, having uh, done this job a little bit. Was with, was within his means to do so. So most people, including most of the media, took that side. However, there were a few that didn't. Alana Rizzo being one of them. Uh, she had this to say about the incident. 
And I am so irritated with all of these people, these bloggers or podcasters or, or not even reporters, not even journalists going into the clubhouse. You're ruining it for the rest of us. The guys that come in in the postseason and don't have any clue of, of the pulse of the team and, the, and it's making it worse for the people that are there every single day covering this team on a daily basis and then some jack-off comes in at the end of the season that gets a credential, God only knows why. And take the clubhouse is a sacred space. And I remember I've been in clubhouses for the last 16, 17 years. I remember I would go in there, get my job done and get out. That is their space. For, so for this idiot to go in there and take something out of context just to make him give himself a name is ridiculous. And I completely understand what Travis Darno is saying. I completely understand what Kevin Gossman is saying. You guys can throw up the tweets right now about Kevin Gossman, what he was saying about the fact that they should be allowed to talk in their own clubhouse. Now, there are non-media areas and clubhouses. I understand that. But that's ridiculous. You have to have some sort of decorum intact. If you're going to be lucky enough to cover a Major League Baseball team or a professional team. Now, coming in hot. Came in hot. I didn't listen. A coming in of, on fire. Uh, a lot of I, who I love dearly is, is, is not. She doesn't play around with this kind of stuff as a woman doing her job. Yes. It is already. It's already harder. Hard, harder. From the get go, right. so I understood her passion. However, she did have to—I don't know if she walked back, but it sounds like she apologized. Well, she uh, found out that the writer who broke the news to wasn't Bryce a Harper blogger. and overheard Arcia saying what he said. They, she found out that this guy was an accredited member of the baseball writers. Yes, Jake Mintz. And so she had been talking as if he was just some guy off the street. Here's, here's, here's. So her, that's what that's what she had to deal with. Here's her apology. But before we get into that, I wanted to give a very heartfelt apology to Jake Mintz and the entire BBWAA. What I said yesterday about Jake was completely inappropriate. It was inaccurate and it was beyond unprofessional. I got caught up in the heat of the moment. But I have to say the media, of course, the BBWAA and the credentialed media do a tremendous job covering the sport that we love. And what I said was completely off base. And I've had an interesting 24 hours and I've learned a lot more. And I apologize to Jake. I talked to him already. I apologize to him privately, and I also apologize to him publicly. They do a good job in the clubhouse, and I was completely um, inaccurate in my assessment of what went down. Okay, right, so there's everything. There's everything, Chris. I'll yeah. let you go first. Well, I, I'm, you know, first of all, I think she owed an apology because she came in way too hot. She was, she was in there, steam. but I don't think she owed an apology in the sense that I really agreed with her. Yeah, I, I think too. Jake has a right to be in that clubhouse. He has a right to be there. He's a credited member of the baseball writers. He has a right to, you know, talk to the players, interview the players, get information. But to me, if you overhear somebody saying something like, hey, you go ahead, Bryce, you go ahead, keep making mistakes Atta like that. boy. I don't think it's well within your rights to take that knowledge that you were lucky enough to get and go spot it off in the other clubhouse. I just don't. I mean, if I you you and I sit out there in spring training, Tony, in the Peoria, right outside the Padres clubhouse, right outside the uh, where they eat their uh, breakfast and stuff, and that's where they set us up to do spring training. To me, that is still their area. And if we overheard something, to me, it's not meant to be overheard, and we have to keep that to ourselves. I I, I think this reporter aired in going across and telling Bryce Harper what he heard from Orlando Arcia. Now, listen, I it's, it, 
I agree with everything you said, first and foremost. I just, we don't know, and maybe it's out there, exactly how it was reported, what, how it was said and how it was reported, right? right. If Arcia in, like, the, the, the kind of, like, celebrated, so celebratory way came in yelling, had a boy price! Like, it within, like, yelling it. Okay, then, you know, maybe that's a, a little bit different. But if he is just, if he's in the locker room, with his teammates, and and they're having a conversation, and it's a at a boy harp. He 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 got way off, got, got too far off. We was able to double up. Whatever the case may be, I kind of agree, man. It and the part that I agreed with is as I learned this from my pops at a, at a really early age. That place in that locker room is a sanctuary for those guys. It is a, a sacred place for those guys, right? And we are privileged to be to to be credited or credentialed to to go in there and report things that they are willing to give us a lot of times. Right. Um, but it doesn't mean that everything is for consumption for for media for the the the, the viewers' consumption. Right. I, I just I don't think it serves a purpose um, other than the the TMZ feel it had to it as it did come out. That's what I think. Uh, it, it it just felt like it was unnecessary. If you're privy to be in a place that is, as you said, a sanctuary to the guys that are really in there, I think you owe it to protect what you see in there. If they give you some information, then take that information and run with it. But if you see stuff just because you happen to be there, I think you owe it to them to keep it in there. Yeah. Uh, does this change anything for you? Chelsea Janes, Washington Post writer, very respected baseball very writer. Well. She also reported the comment, but she didn't say who said it. Now it's being said that he loudly and repeatedly yelled, boy, Harper. Uh, 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 again, and I mentioned this yesterday when we talked about it. As a player, you have to know your environment. It's part of your job, honestly, to know who is around you at all times. And... If you're going to come in there, coming out of the field into the hallway, and you're out of boy heart, I, I, I do think that's a little bit different. Now, there is, as you heard Alana say, there's an area that is, is for media where they can, they can be in hanging out. If you're yelling it in that area and somebody catches it, you know, it's, it's on you. You could have waited till you got inside the, at least the, the actual locker room to use those same words. Now, maybe it gets reported then. I feel differently at that point. Here's the bottom line, though. Regardless of whether we think it was right or wrong, if I'm the Atlanta Braves, I feel some type of oh, way the next time this reporter comes into this locker room. And, and, that's, and I don't care what the circumstances are, I, as a team, am shutting this guy out completely. And that was Alana's and that, point. And that's, that's that was something Alana's he's going to have to live with, whether he was in the right or in the wrong. They now are not going to ever trust this guy again. Absolutely not, and, and that's and and I know Jake. He, he's he's in New York, so you know he he's going to see those NL East teams, yeah, quite often. And they're going to see him, and they're going to they're going to remember him. Uh, there's no doubt about it. There's hey, no what you got? Hey, what what was that pitch you threw to uh, to uh, Ronald Acuna? I ain't talking to you. Yeah, and it probably will get a lot more, a lot more yeah, than a that. nastier than that. Yeah. I, I know that Alana Rizzo uh, apologized, but I do think that when she was going after bloggers and podcasters, I think that was a little bit too much because there are lots of good bloggers and lots of good podcasters out there. Yeah, but you know what, though? In the same way that the media gets all lumped in 
when somebody else does something bad. True. It's the same thing for bloggers and everybody right. else. Like, right. you're going to get lumped into that. Yeah. And okay. so, you know, that's when it takes somebody to stand up it, 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 it to, even if it's their own. And that's what the one thing that really that kind of perturbs me about what we do as, as media. When, when we may be doing something questionable, we all seem to, like, jump in on – the side of what the media, whether it's right, wrong, or whatever, as opposed to maybe having the conversation that, although it was well within Jake Wright to do the, do what he did, it's going to make it is going to certainly make it harder for him, I would think, and it's probably going to make it harder for everybody. It's going to make it. Here's an example of why it makes it harder on us, and this is just kind of a small example. But last year at the winter meetings. Someone here in San Diego got audio of two executives talking and then posted it to social media, which it wasn't it wasn't legal to do that. Right. But the next day, guess what? Remember when Bruce Bochy tried to come to our table that was five feet away from the security guard? Every, he, I had to jump out of my seat and even, save Bruce security Bochy. Wouldn't even, security wouldn't even let him in. And I know that's just a small thing, but it, it, it still is why it makes things harder. It's because people tighten up when you get stuff like this. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. So, uh, you know. As I said, Jake is a good dude, and, and, and he certainly was out doing his job. But what I do know, what I do know is – I know I wouldn't report anything, man. I was in a ton of locker rooms, Tony. Laker locker rooms after championships. Detroit Pistons locker rooms after championships. I'm sure Bill Lambert had was, some – That said, was Lakers in the 80s, had too. Had some, so, yeah. some beautiful things to yell. <laughs> I think the social That's media not, age is different. It's different, but it's not my right to take what he's yelling at the top of his lungs and go tell the Lakers. It just isn't. Yeah. It's just not. I, I, I think Jake's going to pay the price. All right, we'll take a break. Bochi, by the way, if it wasn't for Scraby's amazing efforts, would still be standing outside that little rope <laughs> he waiting to come he in and interview with us. He would have interview outside the rope. <laughs> the security guard's like, I can't let him in. And I'm like, he's he's going right here. Like, it's you Bruce Bochi. It's going to be sitting right here. It's three f- no, I can't let him in without a pass. And Bochi is like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> I just had to take the, one la- for the and team. you know the last how, how did p- we end up getting saved on that? I don't know how I we just ended basically up getting told in. the guy you can watch him, but he's coming right here. And the security guard <laughs> he was like, okay. He, he literally did stand right there while both he watched. It was the, the craziest time. thing, but and you know, Boach is never going to is never going to give it to go. Don't you know who I am? Thing no, you no, know, and it was because someone got behind the lines and they posted something they're not supposed to post. So Man. security got tighter. They got tighter. We'll take a break. More Gwen and Chris coming up. We're going to. Uh, Dive into tonight's uh, prep football game. Ross Johnson, the head coach at Fallbrook, is scheduled to join us. The Warriors are here at Rancho Bernardo High to take on Eric Weddle's Broncos. Eric will be on the show later on. Stick around for more Gwen and Chris. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 
340 on the clock. Tony Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby here at Rancho Bernardo High School. Rancho Bernardo Broncos will take on the Fallbrook Warriors. Yep, yep, yep. 7-15, and uh, this should be a terrific matchup. Are, are we checking traffic first? We are going to check traffic. When we come back from traffic, Ross Johnson, Fallbrook High head coach, will join us. We'll get to know his team a little bit after some traffic. All right, join us, joining us on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, Fallbrook High head coach, Ross Johnson, on the phone. Ross, Coach Johnson, I should say, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? We we are well. Uh, setting up for this big matchup between uh, Fallbrook and, and, and Rancho Bernardo. Uh, tell us a little bit about your team this year. Uh, you guys coming in on the road and what I imagine will be a, a pretty raucous crowd. Yeah, uh, we're you know we're we're excited for another Friday. I mean, you know, uh, definitely look forward to to all of them because you know ten football games. Uh, you know, a lot, lot, lot of energy uh, yeah. uh, every Friday night. And so I think it's their homecoming, so a little extra energy tonight. And um, so, yeah, it should be a good matchup for us. Coach Johnson, uh, I've been to uh, Fallbrook High School. It's been a few years. Uh, I go all the way back, you're not going to believe this, back to the days of Coach Tom Pack and the okay. championship days of the Fallbrook Warriors. I remember they went down to Jack Murphy Stadium and upset Vista High to win a championship many years ago. But, I mean, the, the following, the love affair between the community of Fallbrook and that high school football team was really something to see. How are things these days with you guys in the community of Fallbrook? Um, you know, I mean, so last year being my first year here and, uh, you know, we, we had a nice season, uh, you know, won, won nine games and went to the Division Four uh, championship game and uh, unfortunately fell short in that game, but um, we we had great community support, uh, really right from the right from the start last year, and it's carried over into into this season. And um, I've uh, I've really enjoyed uh, every bit of it being here so far, and uh, definitely something special about a one high school town and uh, getting that community support. So uh, no, it's been great. Fallbrook High head coach Ross Johnson joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. And Coach Johnson is your second year, your second go around. Uh, with the team, what what have you liked from this season, and, and what do you hope to continue to improve on? Um, so we we definitely uh, took a significant step up in our um, difficulty in our schedule this year. Um, so we've uh, we've had to learn a few tough lessons the last few weeks, but it's been good for us, I think, uh, for the long run of the season. I mean, uh, I think that if you uh, if you don't play some of these better teams, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to, to grow and, and learn and uh, and improve as the season goes along. So uh, we're coming in after after losing a few in a row right now, but uh, against high quality football teams, certainly nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, and I think that we're doing a good job of uh, taking the lessons week by week and getting better from it. And so um, we're we're hoping that each Friday that we come out on the field, we're putting. Uh, putting together a, a better product than we put out the, the previous Friday. So I'm um, looking forward to, to showing what we can do tonight. When it comes to coaching high school kids, uh, Coach, I, I wonder how difficult it is to get their attention, to get them locked in. You know, I mean, every high school kid that I know walks around and looks in their phone all day long. <laughs> <laughs> how are the kids at Fallbrook, and, and how much are they buying into what you're selling? 
Yeah, you know, I don't think it's just the kids. The adults are just as bad as the kids. A lot of <laughs> no doubt. But, uh, but you know, they they do a good job. Uh, they do a good job of locking in when it's when they're supposed to lock in. And you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm not going to ask for more than they can really give me. I'm not going to tell them that they you know they need to be perfectly silent and quiet because it's game day 24 seven and all that. It's like, Hey, when we get to team meeting, like let's, let's be quiet. Let's lock in. Let's do what we're supposed to do. You know, then relax a little. You're on the bus. We're traveling on the road today, obviously. Uh, but you know, that's what, once we're getting ready for early outs and pregame, it's like, all right, time to lock in again. And, and they do a really good of, you know, turning that on when it's time to turn it on. Coach, what, what, what type of, what type of, uh, of offense do we expect to see from a team Come from Fallbrook. Uh, so we're you'll see a lot of a lot of two backs and a lot of tight ends from us. Uh, we'll we'll run a a variety of personnel, but um, we're we're a little we're we're a bit a bit smash mouth at heart. Uh, okay. We we like we like having a fullback. We like having at least one, if not two, or even three tight ends at times, and uh, we'll get an eye formation, and then we'll try and uh, take some chunk plays in the passing game off the play action for the most part. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, that's kind of the, the bread and butter and heart and soul of, uh, of what we like to do here. I'm curious in high school football in this day and age with the exchange of information as such it is, as it is, how much do you get on your opponent tonight in Rancho Bernardo high? How much do they get on you and film? And uh, I mean, is there, is there any way to sneak anything through in this day and age or is everything pretty much on tape now and you're able to show everything to your kids? Yeah, not in North County. In North County, everything's out there in the open. We yeah. were all required to put our film up uh, by the by the next morning uh, after game day, and so uh, everybody has got all seven films or eight films or however many we played seven games, I guess at this point. So, no, Ranch Bernardo has all seven games on us. We got all seven games on them, and uh, yep, there's there's nothing nothing real sneaky to it uh, in the North County over here because we're all required to do that uh, in our conference. And so, what do you what are you seeing from Coach Weddle's team on film? Uh, well, it looks like uh, they they had a quarterback change their last couple of games, so um, they they do run a, a variety of offensive sets, so a lot of different personnel changes, and um, you know, series by series, they'll uh, kind of change up what they like to do a bit, actually. But uh, they're big and they're physical. I mean, they they've got some uh, they've got some size up front. We're gonna have to to work to move some bodies around to get our run game going a little bit. Um, and I mean, they're they're very disciplined, very well coached. They play fast. I mean, all, all the things that uh, you know see see it in pretty much every Thalamar League team that that we play over here. But uh, he's obviously done a great job of uh, coaching up his guys uh, in uh, in his first year over here and. I mean, they're they've they've had a couple of couple of close losses that he easily could have gone the other way. So their their record's certainly a little deceptive, in my opinion. Well, Coach Johnson, we we wish you the best of luck. We appreciate you spending some time with us today. As we try to let the the community get to know your your club a little bit, and uh, good luck here tonight. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Coach. Coach Ross Johnson, Fallbrook High head coach yeah. on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan Premier. Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit of the day in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Yeah, I remember. I'm going back to quite a many years, Tony, when I was a prep writer. And uh, Fallbrook was one of the top teams in the in the county. 
And the other big team back then in North County was Vista High. Yeah. And Vista High. They had High a long was, run, too. They had a long run, and their coach was a guy by the name of Dick Haynes. And he was an old cantankerous guy. I mean, you talk about Woody Hayes or Bo Schembechler, that kind of attitude. And Vista High had a running back named Tommy Booker mm. who ended up going to San Diego State. Yes, but he did. they ran the football just down your throat. And the regular season, it was the matchup of the week. So I and my buddy Mike drove all the way to Fallbrook High School, which in that day and age seemed like it was a whole nother <laughs> lifetime away. Right. And we drove up to Fallbrook High School to cover the game, and Vista beat them, I don't know, maybe 51-10, to 10, just Tommy Booker running up and down the field the whole night. And uh, I didn't have time to – back in those days, not everything was as computerized as it is now. So I had to go into the coach's office there at Fallbrook to type in my story, and Dick Haynes was giving me a hard time after his team had won the game. Anyway, the two teams ended up meeting again – for the championship at Jack Murphy. And Tom Pack was the coach of Fallbrook. Anybody who's listening to Fallbrook remember these games and days, but Fallbrook came out with a just a wide-open pass attack that in the 80s and 90s was you un- didn't see. Of. Right. And Vista was floored by it. They had no answer for it. And Tommy Booker maybe fumbled once early in the game. Anyway, the whole complexion was different, and Fallbrook won the championship and upset Vista. Nobody could believe it. But the old story was on that night, for sure, you could have robbed a bank in Fallbrook. Nobody was Because there. there was no one in that town. They were all at Jack Murphy Stadium celebrating that championship. So that's what I remember about Fallbrook High. I'm sure they've had some success since then. Yeah, no, but that's was, uh, something going back a little I, bit. I remember going to Fallbrook a lot for, for basketball. Right, we yeah, played. you got to play up Palomar there. Was, uh, they were in the Palomar League when I was in uh, in school. And, and yeah. going to play there was, was ne- never never fun. No. Them all, they were always a, a hard-nosed hoop team as well. So uh, we'll see how things uh, shake out here tonight at Rancho Bernard, Ohio. We'll have Coach Eric Weddle on in the 5 o'clock hour, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, at 5 p.m. Five, That's five what he scheduled. On the dot, top of the right. 5 o'clock hour. That's what he scheduled. I want to go back to this Alana Rizzo thing real quick because I, oh, got, a good. T- I got a tweet from John, oh, good. and it's, it puts, it, it's a San Diego relevant situation and he uh, he tweeted us is this media situation much different than kevin ac writing an article that was refuted by players and management using anonymous sources he definitely is not going to be trusted by anyone in that clubhouse either i think it's a lot different it's yeah first of all it wasn't who was it refuted by there were there were there were some that said no that that's not exactly and what's see, going but on. That's not exactly, but well, uh, the, I don't have the right word. What is right what, now? Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I, I read every article there is that there was out there. You didn't read one that Kevin Acey's articles and, did quote some anonymous people. Yes, but it quoted them, which means that he sat down and interviewed them, and he asked them questions, and they gave him answers. Now they gave him answers on the condition of anonymity, but that's different from overhearing somebody blast off something in a clubhouse right. where you happen to be. You, you, and I think that's the issue, right? If you're sitting down and you're talking to a reporter, you you, you damn sure better believe that that is, on, no matter what is said, that it's on the record. Yeah. You and, have to. And I think Kevin Acey still has the trust of the Padre players. I, I don't know that maybe every single one of them, they might hold something against, you know, something he wrote. Maybe Manny's a little upset at that story, but I'm sure they aired that all out. 
Uh, a you beat writer who's in there every day talking to the players is different from somebody coming in from out of town overhearing something. Right. I, you know how who refuted things? Bob Melvin refuted things. When he was asked about some of the, the working relationship with he and A.J. Preller, he said, no, it's all good. Like, we talk. No, A.J. said that. No, Bob said that, too. He said that the relationship between them is, is good. They talk. They're constructive. I mean, how is that? That's that's a refute right that's there of a, a report. No, it's not, that's not a denial. That is, that because is, the report was that they don't talk. They don't even communicate at all. And then Bob Melvin says, no, we're fine. That, that to me, is re- refuting a report. No, we're fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, My goodness. I'm just saying, like, that. To, that's a different situation. And, and it's mainly because of what Chris pointed out is that, Regardless of whether they were anonymous or not, they did say that they did say it. They did sit down and talk to him about it, which is why he was able to quote them. Yeah. Other, uh, whereas this was, he, RC, and Bob Melvin can refute something that somebody says. To me, Orlando Arcia was in a situation where he was blowing off some steam, thought he was being funny, thought he was being whatever, and had it overheard by somebody who then, in my mind should not have gone to the other locker room and said what he had overheard. And I I, could put, I agree. At least Bob are... Melvin has a chance to give his opinion. That's his take on it. Now we have somebody else's take. We have Bob Melvin's take. Right, and what you know, a lot of times what happens is, is when somebody, when those type of stories come out, there are elements that may be inaccurate. But it does not mean that everything is therefore inaccurate. You know what I'm saying? I do, and I, I do think these situations are very, very different because Kevin Acey, as you guys said already, like he went around telling players what he was asking about and what right. he was asking there was no, for. He was, there wasn't no hands behind the back type no, deal. No, no, no. You know, I've been in the clubhouse a few times where I've heard things that I, I have thought about posting, but then I think, if I post this, I'm never coming back here it's again. It's a wrap. Well, it's it's, it's, you were rap. smart enough to figure that out. And, I, yeah, and I don't want that to seem like I'm taking a shot at Jake Mintz or anything like that. As but I said, Jake is a good dude, man. Good, I, I like Jake a lot. He's, he's hilarious to me. But I also, if I was a player, and I'm just being honest about this, I would, I would be cautious about what I was saying around him. Yeah, and especially I can, I can now. Understand that. Yeah, especially I, I, now. I think that's just, that's just the cold, hard reality of it. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's step away. Let's get to break. Yeah. When we come back. Oh, uh, he, oh, thank you. You know, I, I, got, I, got, I, was, a, I got a clock too, Do you two, have the son. atomic clock? I got a clock too, son. Oh, wow. There's a reason son. why I was. He's calling me son now. <laughs> Chris versus the fans on the way. 833-288-0973. More Gwen and Chris when we return. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 